You are listening to the Headhunting Housewives podcast with your recruiter, Diane O'Brien, episode number 50. Good morning, Headhunters. Happy Friday. It's Diane O'Brien, your recruiter, and we are in September 2020. Can you believe it? (laughs) We survived Corona so far. Uh, What a crazy summer. This is the first podcast I've done now live um, since summer started. I was saying since, I guess, June. And it feels good to be back. I'm actually back here um, in Philly, sitting in my sunroom, watching the sun kind of try to break through the clouds and starting a mindset now for fall and to kind of take all of you headhunters along with me once again. Hopefully, you took off this summer like I did. It's something that I mentioned in training a lot of you all um, earlier this year that I think is really important for the family to really take that downtime even while you're trying to grow your business. And um, summers for me felt like such a luxury when I literally stopped my last placement around June and truly took off like July, August, especially June, I kind of wound down. But, uh, but I think, you know, you might have those little client contact calls or once in a while things that you're just keeping your business going. So come September, people haven't forgotten about you, so to speak, but all the craziness, if you're, you know, in the trenches of your business, when you're sourcing and recruiting and hiring and putting out contracts and, Uh, doing referral calls, Um, taking a break from that is really helpful. So you come back in September with not just a fresh mindset to go after business in a better way, but I think you actually have time to sit and think of ways to improve it. So you're not just making it better, but also where you'd like your business to go, what kind of clients maybe you prefer to have. And I think that time over the summer when you can really take that downtime when you're sitting on the beach and relaxing and thinking about your business for me anyway, in my experience, it would constantly improve upon it um, almost subconsciously. I would really think, okay, what would be cool, Diane, for this year in your business, right? And it's like starting from scratch. It's like a brand new uh, business plan or a blank page. And you'd be like, okay, if I was going to start all over, this is how I w- would want to start it. Um, and so for me, this summer, just like I advise you all to do, I did the exact same thing. Uh, last year was a really fun year in recruiting. Um, like most years, every September, I'm like, hmm, am I going to get back into recruiting or should I just focus on real estate investing or just, you know, other fun stuff? <laughs> and then somehow I always get pulled back into recruiting, um, which is a good thing. Like referrals come my way. And if it's a good referral of a client, that seems kind of cool and someone I want to help and work with, it pulls me right back in. And then before I know it, I'm sourcing out the candidate and I'm kind of having fun talking to people. And then of course other clients come from that. So it kind of builds upon itself, but it's crazy how it works now, like clockwork in a way where this summer, you know, again, I'm hanging low, but literally not last, maybe yeah, last week because we're after Labor Day now, but the the week right before Labor Day, literally September, I guess one hit. And then those days before Labor Day weekend this past weekend is when client calls came in, like out of the blue, like clockwork. It's like, thank you that this, here it is. I'm, I need to get back to work here. I'm not really quite ready yet, but the calls start coming in and you start having negotiations. And then uh, I guess yesterday, my first check arrived for a retainer again on a big COO search. Um, and I'm closing out a one for just a smaller uh, recruiting search, but it's just amazing when you really kind of put your mind to that, how that kind of comes into fruition. So don't be afraid to take the summers off. Um, and, uh, you know, the holidays are coming. So if you missed out in summer and you feel frazzled or fried as a recruiter, 
do the same around the holidays. I mean, once Thanksgiving comes, I kind of close things down a bit. I mean, I'm still not like the summer where I really take off, but I definitely slow it down to enjoy the time with my family. And you know, this year for sure, with my girls both in college, coming home, you know, it's the first year I'm an empty nesting right now. It's just a few weeks in. And so when I know my daughters are coming home around Thanksgiving, I'm going to make sure the jobs that I have my desk starting this week um, will be closed. I would have done my part to find the right people for those clients. Um, not that they won't still be interviewing them and taking them through their process, but you know, for us recruiters, the sourcing and the sorcery side is really the hard work up front. Once you have the right candidates in play, you got your candidate pool established, you can kind of pass it off to your client and sit back behind the scenes and just kind of make sure you're touching base weekly. But that's super simple to do, whether it's through a summertime or whether it's through the holidays, um, so that you're not you're not crazy. You can really focus on the family. So that is the beautiful thing about recruiting. That is why I keep putting these podcasts out. That's why when I'm taking on a new recruiting job or new client that I want to kind of take a lot of you on with me on that journey, whether you're just watching me do it to learn about recruiting, if this is for you, or if you want to jump in with me and actually source with me or work some of my jobs to practice, to try to make some placements like I did in April with some of you, and you did great and made placements within a few weeks. So it's just more proof in the pudding every year that recruiting, um, it's something that anyone can learn if you're feeling called to it, or it feels like this is your niche or a purpose where you're good at connecting people. And so a client comes to you and trusts you, wants you to find somebody, and you're good at going out and searching and hunting and enjoy the hunt. So a lot of my salespeople get out there. I, I had sales in my blood when I was young. And so if that's a little bit you, recruiting is very fun because you're back on the hunts um, on your own time though. And, you know, from home and now with COVID going on uh, here in 2020, that's better than ever recruiting. My, my gosh, I can't think, you know, of all the jobs out there. It's just ideal. I've always done it, or mostly always done it from home. And so it's perfect for any situation like a COVID or whatever's happening in the world. Um, or even for me now, I, I, th- I thought I would have retired from this years ago just to have more time to travel. But, you know, even traveling or vacationing a lot, you're going to get bored. At least I get a little bored. And I want something other than whether you're decorating your house or or just laying on the beach or traveling with your spouse or family. Um, for me, I love that balance of being able to come back to something fun, something that makes money, something kind of just for me where I can escape to it and close those office doors, so to speak, or just go into my zone for a few hours on the given days that I feel like doing it. Today, luckily, it's a Friday. So usually on a free Friday like this, I'm not... Um, working that hard. I like to take my Fridays easy. This is a free Friday where I like to give good information to people to help them along. Um, but you know, it's a rainy Friday. So normally I'd be out hiking uh, pretty soon with my dog. But on days like today, it's kind of fun to kind of dig into business, right? And especially here in September, because again, if you set up your business, anything like me, um, September here in the fall, the kids are back in school, hopefully, <laughs> might be homeschooled, but you're going to need your space to do your own thing for you. So for you moms that are, are, are having to teach the kids and play homeschool, or for you moms like me, they're just really can focus now time on your business and your life and what you want. It's really no better time. Um, to between now and the holidays, right? So you have a good couple months to 
make some really good money, have some fun doing it, serve a great purpose by connecting somebody out there that's looking for a really good job with a company that's really needing someone to fill a void for them. Um, nothing is better than that feeling of helping that person or helping both the client and the and the candidate. So what I think I want to talk to you about, you know, and I'm sorry, I go a little free range here on Fridays and I'm starting out September the same way, but September sorcery is what came to mind of what I want to speak to you all about because I spent a lot of time, I think, over the fall um, and winter, I guess, last time with you talking about, you know, sourcing the candidates and a lot of it was um, on the candidate side if you were new especially because those summer just took place and a lot of times my mind goes to the clients I want to make sure I'm attracting and bringing the right clients for me. I want to make sure you're spending that time sourcing, um, you know, for the clients that you want because that's where it all starts in your business, right? So if you're not working for someone like or like sourcing someone's job like my job or working for a company and you want to have your own, you really want to source the right clients. And the way that happens, separate from, you know, thinking about it again and, and, and doing all the hard work of like, what is the perfect client and what that should look like and feel like so you attract the right client, there is that moment then you have that call, right? So they might be referred to you or found you on the internet or they came to you in some way. And you might go through a few clients to find that right one. And you don't know often what goes behind the scenes in the same way when you're looking for candidates. You don't know why certain candidates fall into your lap or why you source out a certain candidate. But the client's the same way. And for me, just to give you an example, you know, I really right now at this point of my career, and I've said this before for actually probably many years now, I just want to work with cool clients. If it's going to be a hassle, it's not worth it. And I kind of went against my own word last year. I'm going to share this a little bit on the uh, podcast where there was a client that the, I guess they had a lot of law backgrounds. Um, I guess the CEO was a lawyer and then the new um, HR director was a lawyer, uh, nothing against, nothing against lawyers, but just basically it got very, um, contractually <laughs> tough, you know, it took a lot more time to put in the terms and, you know, just the fun part of finding the person. And that's usually a red flag for me. I mean, I've done a lot of handshake deals as you know, but you do want to have basic terms in place, of course, just to keep it clear. But, um, it really renewed my, um, you know, thought process again and realizing if it's going to feel tough and it's not feeling fun, at some point walk away. For me, it was a really big fee, actually one of the biggest that I had on the table, um, you know, like a 90K fee when I'm used to more like 45 to 60 on the um, COO searches. And that was a really big one because of what they were looking for. And and so I really kind of almost bent my own rules, bending over backwards and just uh, doing a lot of time in that um, I normally wouldn't have because it kind of got away from being a little fun for me, just trying to get the terms into place. But it was such a big fee, right? It's like I kind of, I went for it. And looking back, I mean, I, I filled the place, but I'm so happy for the person that got the job. He, it was, um, I only sent for two people. I knew the one from the beginning and he was the one. <laughs> and so I felt very fortunate how all of this, my sorcery and my sourcing worked on that side. The candidate came to me very easy, uh, thank, thanking, you know, the whatever you believe in. Um, and so, but on the client side, I want to use more of that to make sure I also know when to say no, even to the big clients with the big ticket numbers. And, um, this September, you know, I really, the client I just took on, 
as a woman, and that's something I kind of focused on this summer where I want to help a lot of those women out there, women CEOs like this woman I'm helping right now. She's looking for her COO to be kind of her right-hand man or gal um, that will eventually take over for her. So I like, and I've done, I've helped other women obviously in the past. Um, my last contract, in fact, with a big healthcare company was a woman COO. So I feel like I'm finding more of a niche of helping more women, of course. And again, no offense with you men, I'll be helping you as well. But I know a lot of the women that signed up with me like for last spring, um, it's a lot of you women out there that are wanting headhunting because you can balance, right, your family and, um, and your career. It's a fun thing to grow. It reminds me so much of real estate I've mentioned before, which I love real estate um, on the investing side. Um, but I just, um, you know, I love homes and, and I think as a job, a lot of women uh, gravitate to real estate because it's something you can also a lot of flexibility with. Though what I love about recruiting is I never really wanted to have to be tied to meeting people at houses, you know, I love houses, but, um, or weekends and evenings was always something that deterred me away from real estate. Um, however, um, recruiting, you know, it's similar in many ways, but then again, you can kind of do it on your own time as during business hours. It's a little more on the corporate side, if that's what you're wanting, um, after going to school and, you know, wanting to use, um, maybe your corporate background and then jump into recruiting of whatever you walked away from corporate wise. So it's perfect for that. So when I touch upon that for any new listeners or just someone finding me right now that's thinking about recruiting, um, but going forward, I'm going to take you through this fall with me, continue picking up these podcasts here in the fall of 2020. So you can kind of go along the ride with me and see what I'm doing. I'll focus still on forwarding out, um, to you, the podcast where you need help when I hear from you all, especially. So don't be afraid to reach out to me. You can email me at hello at headhuntinghousewives.com to where you're needing your, the help. And I will take my podcast there because I think last season I really covered all the basics. If you listen to, you know, I don't know how many I put out, I guess 44, maybe podcasts going from A to Z, from contracts to clients to sourcing. So it's that part's already all out there. And now if I can kind of help you this fall and where you're needing it, whether you're a newbie, whether you're a business owner up in your game, whether it's the contracts or the clients or going to retained or just getting better at your sourcing, whether it's sourcing candidates or the sourcing and sorcery side of finding and attracting those clients and knowing when to say no, who to say yes to, and then how to close the call, right? So you finally get that client I've, you know, found, um, and I've done it by, um, trial and tribulation and failing. <laughs> You'll fail a lot. I mean, for the people that say yes to you, a lot, lot say no, just in the same way that you might want to say no. And I think that that's okay. That's how you find your right person and your right client. And so, um, wherever you need me to dive in deeper, let me know. And so I'll be putting that, um, out in these future podcasts this fall. And um, in the meantime, I'll speak to my searches and what I'm doing and what's working, what's not. Um, a lot of it doesn't change through the years after what almost 20, was it 15, 20 years? I don't know, <laughs> of recruiting. Um, it kind of really, uh, the basics don't change, right? So the software and all changes a little bit and really just gets easier with the upgrades and LinkedIn gets more expensive. But um, nothing really changes in the bolts of how to find and place people, right? So I'll be here to guide you through it because really it's just like anything, practice makes perfect. So keep on practicing your sourcing and then your recruiting skills when you're interviewing and then closing the deal. It takes a lot of follow-up to close those deals. I mean, um, that I think is a big part of it. When I look at the deals I closed this past year, 
Some of them went for months. I mean, at one CEO search, I hired within a couple months ahead of schedule. And then I had some sales people. I was hiring recruiters that literally took four or five months. I mean, some of the offers drug out. And that was because of COVID, but it's still even without COVID. It's, it's still the way that recruiting is. So that offer time and waiting for the person to sign on can be really hard after all the work you put in, but that's where you have to stick with it and get the deal closed. So you get that final paycheck on there and then move on to your next one. So I hope this was helpful just to kind of jump back in. Um, now that we're in September and again, you want to kind of get into thinking about what kind of money you're going to make, the clients you want that you're going to start right now here early September. And then you're going to find those people and close those deals before the holiday. This is a time, ladies, to grow your business, think on your business, focus on it, work it, practice it, you know, practice it along with me or with a mentor or read some books on it or find a buddy, whatever it takes to get you in that mindset so you can close some good business and make some good money so you can have some fun, right? That's what this should all be about. And if it starts feeling out of balance, then slow down, back it up, take some time off, don't get in and grow this business unless it's like the thing that you enjoy doing and have fun doing because it's your days, right? So after this podcast and me trying to get this published, it's been a little while since I did one of these. If the rain stops, um, even though I'm very excited about my business this morning, I'm still going to take time and go walk my dog or take a hike with my husband and do other things that are important before I sit down at my laptop to spend a few hours today focusing on my business and growing things, um, you know, that can make even more fun for things you want to do. So keep that mindset out there, ladies, um, for all of you headhunting housewives, all you headhunters, um, love to hear from you. And, uh, again, send your questions my way. Hope you have a great day. Happy Friday, September 11th. Wow. Um, and just have a great weekend and enjoy this fall. I'll talk to y'all soon. Bye. If you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to come join us over at headhuntinghousewives.com. It's completely free to join. We're there to offer you guidance, support, inspiration. And when you're ready to go a little bit deeper, we're starting a mentorship program in 2Q. If that's for you, you have to email me at hello at headhuntinghousewives.com and let me know who you are and how I can help. Again, that's hello at headhuntinghousewives.com. And I look forward to seeing you there.